You're listening to Creative Thursday, episode number 298. Welcome to Creative Thursday with Marisa Ann Cummings. We're talking all things life, business, and creativity with a special focus on helping artists confidently and consistently sell their creations to their ideal collectors online. Intended to inspire and empower you wherever you are on your creative journey, both personally and professionally. Enjoy and thank you for listening. Hello. Today, I want to share with you my year in review. This is something that I've done for the past couple of years. And I like to record this episode because it's a very good excuse for me to make a quick assessment of my year. And I hope you have to let me know. Will you send me a DM and let me know if this is helpful to get a little bit of behind the scenes as an ever-growing business owner (laughs) that I am, a creative business owner who has both an education component of my business and has come back to the art side of my business. Thank you so much for your ornament orders and your new painting orders. I released new originals right before the holiday break and I still got it. (laughs) And I'll talk to you a little bit around why I might have had a hesitation there because over a year ago, I still had an art business and I was just reviewing my numbers. This year, I really did not have an art business And so what I want to talk to you about is a method that has been shared with me that I like to use, which is basically you share your wins and your losses for the year, but you look at what you've learned in both. And so I have made some notes, but I'm going to speak this through as I share it with you. And The biggest win, I could go really deep on this. I'm going to try to just give you the highlights. And then if we want to talk further within the expansive artist, or if you're going to be coaching with me this year, either in Artful Selling or the Red Dot Society, I'm happy to give you more behind the scenes there on specifics that I've worked on or have really come to understand over this past year. I'm going to open by saying that it's been a really challenging year, like really challenging. So I've honestly been avoiding this podcast because I haven't, I've wanted to make sure that I'm coming at this conversation from the right perspective, as I always do when I'm coming on the podcast, but I also want to keep it real with you. And, and I want to emphasize that by saying it's been really challenging, doesn't mean it was a bad year. But it definitely pushed me out of my comfort zone during a time where I'm already vulnerable. And in the case of this year, had two health situations that 
it, you know, it's much more challenging when you're dealing with a health issue to have the resilience that you might normally have, right? I know if you're going through that, my heart is with you. And I'll talk a little bit more about the specifics around that. So I'm going to keep this very simple and just list for you in this format, the wins, the losses, and we'll go from there. We'll see where this episode takes us. So by saying it's very challenging, and I'm technically recording this a little ahead of time. So there's almost two weeks left, 10 days. We're pretty close to the end of the year. And we have our books up to date all the way through November. Shout out to my bookkeeper, Liz, who has helped me with that over these last couple of years. So I was already beginning to make assessments for what worked, what didn't work, what my goals are for next year. And the biggest win I want to say right away is that's so cool that I'm doing that. I was not that business owner. So if you've been with me all these past years, especially, and you've heard me start to geek out about planning and then get better at it and then say I need support and then get some then you too can celebrate with me because I am making progress. And even though my overall feeling of the year, and mind you, I'm a little tired right now. (laughs) It's time for me to have a little restorative time to uh, maybe be quieter, (laughs) not have so many um, hours sitting, looking at a Zoom call in any capacity. And so I'm still coming to you with, the best perspective, but, but I'm tired. And this year was challenging. And there's a lot I learned though, that I will share with you that is going to set me up for so much good to come. So I've made a ton of progress. I'm already thinking about these, these plans, goals way ahead of time. And I'm working with mentors that are helping me to do that and helping me stay on track as well. So the biggest win that comes to mind, I touched upon this and that is that I got support and I've had support. I've had really nice support and I've had support that hasn't worked out in the way that I hoped. It was almost exactly a year ago that I interviewed people locally and none of those people ended up working out I'm still looking for someone local to help me in the studio around the art orders. If you happen to know of somebody, let me know. Reach out to me on Instagram. But I found someone virtually and that has made a huge difference for me. And for you in the Expansive Artist, you know that's Nico. She's now become a part of our community and she is a part of the Creative Thursday team And what I want to say about that, and I'd I'd love to talk more about just team in general. This is something I'm becoming more passionate about. I should say I, I have been for a long time because that was one of the areas that I was so delayed in getting consistent help on. And and now I know why. It's a little bit scary. I stretched the business, stretched to budget for someone full-time and the the business revenue shifted all at the same time. So it's a real test of saying, 
can you trust that all of this is going to come together? And when you first start working with someone, there's a ramp up time of them getting to know you, you getting to know them, making sure that it's all a right fit. And then it's not until a period of time that there becomes somewhat of a shorthand and an ability to flow with the work you're doing. So when you bring someone on, they don't automatically know everything that you do. They need to be trained and they also need time to acclimate to your working style, to the environment, to the tasks that will be given to them. And then what we've done simultaneously If you're further ahead, then you've already done this. So then onboarding somebody new may go quicker is that we've been building processes or what are called SOPs. Why do I always forget what that stands for? I'm going to look it up right now. It's the the part of my brain that refused to do organizations for so long. And standard operating procedures. That's what SOPs are. And we've been building all of that in my project management software. And again, I didn't know I needed any of this. And for the record, I did not meet any artist that told me, none out ahead of me, that I needed any of this. It is with great appreciation for the business and marketing mentors that I've learned from where I have learned this. And so I am very passionate about my mentorship going forward to start creating more specific trainings, organization tools for artists to be smarter about their business. All right, that aside from processes to getting support, all of that. I've been a little bit bent lately about conceptual learning versus specifics. And I share that to say, I'm done with the like high theory learning when you're really getting into the nitty gritty of your business. Yes, high theory learning has a place. It's introducing you to new concepts. But if you are further ahead and you're listening to this podcast, you like me may be wanting to work with people and and get in environments and uh, coaching groups or whatever, masterminds, whatever that looks like for you, where you can you know what you're working on, you're getting help with that and you can get questions asked and answered right away. <laughs> you, know, If you're there, you know what I mean. If you're not there, you will soon discover that that's what you want, which by the way, do you know that I have a coaching program? I don't think I've talked a lot about it on the podcast, but it's called the Red Dot Society. I typically open it internally only, but I've decided to start speaking about it so you can know that it's available to you and that you can become a part of it because it's something I really want to focus on in 2023. So just send me a DM on Instagram if you want to know more about it. Certainly being a part of my email list is also a great way to stay connected. But if you have specific questions, it's the kind of environment that it's really important. I have the right fit of artists connecting with within the group who have a shared dedication to being a professional, professional artist, a professional creative, 
that are ready to have the conversations around SOPs, possibly, and getting a support. So coming back to the first win was getting support. I did increase my revenue from last year, which is great. And I... Oh, here we go. Reading my notes. The other great highlight is I came back to art and I have never appreciated it more. I mean, truly, I knew I needed to. You've heard me have that conversation for a while as well. And it just really wasn't possible in the way I hoped. I felt that my energy was better focused in other areas and maybe I wasn't fully ready. It's okay. But now I am reminded just how much that connects me to me and how that connection, that grounding, that peace, that joy, that fulfillment, that influences everything. It influences how I show up for my team. It influences how I show up for you here on the podcast, for you who I mentor. It informs how I show up in my personal life. It's so vital. So I remind you, which was always my mission from the very beginning, is that I believe everyone is creative and I remind you to make that a priority, 100%. I know we say it, we don't always do it. It's really worth understanding why. You say you want to do things and then you don't. Okay, we'll have a podcast on that one day. There are a lot of reasons that I've discovered as to why that happens, but It can also just be that time. Sometimes things take time, right? So, so far, it took me time to find the right person to work with me on such a consistent level. And it has taken time to get us up to speed and a place where we can really grow. So this was probably going out forward from here. This was probably a year of slowing down to speed up. However, I didn't feel like I slowed down much. That's that is something I really have to look at for next year. The increase in revenue coming back to art. And then I'm really, I pretty much didn't launch anything new. I'm I'm proud of that because I was someone that, you know, we talked about shiny squirrel, which is the shiny object and the squirrel, 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 squirrel syndrome. And that's challenging for me because in my prior life as a business owner, I was building new all the time because that's very energetically exciting, invigorating. It's a little like burst of adrenaline living on the edge. And, you know, I've learned to stay with what I'm working on, even if there are moments of boredom or I should be making something new or what if it's not working the same, I should abandon ship and start something new. No. And that has been a very conscious effort on my part that I am going to celebrate as a win. But I did launch the Daily Painting Method Masterclass. You can get that replay and there's a follow-up Q&A. So it's quite an extensive little masterclass that you can get over at creativethursday.com. And in case you didn't get what you wanted for... Uh, Christmas or Hanukkah, when this episode goes up, you can send someone to get that for you right now. It would be a really nice way to start the new year because there's some great ideas in there. And it was so satisfying for me to put that together for you 
to teach it live, which I may host another live version of it. I'm not sure yet. It's not currently on the calendar. But for now, you can get the replay like I shared. You can purchase the masterclass. And it just, it was very fulfilling. And it was something that you have been asking me for. And a number of our students and our members who took the class are putting things together and putting them together for the new year. And that's what I love to see. I love to see that what I've shared with you has inspired you to take action because that's the only way you're ultimately going to make progress as well. Surround yourself with people that can help you with specifics, ideally, who can work deeper with you. That is my new suggestion. And also to take action so that you can start figuring things out for yourself because I remind you every Journey is individual and specifically as an artist. We are not going to law school, taking a bar exam and coming out as an attorney. And for any attorneys listening, I don't mean to simplify that in any way. I'm just saying there's a really clear path. And for artists, there isn't a clear path. Uh, There are foundations, but there isn't a clear path. So part of you figuring that out is by doing one step at a time and taking action. So now I'm going to talk to you about my losses and then we'll quickly circle back to what I learned from the wins and the losses. So the the biggest loss for me personally is I went through a fertility treatment, big loss, (laughs) big loss. Um, That's really emotionally a lot to carry financially and emotionally. You know, I talked about making more revenue this year not by as much as I had hoped, um, and my expenses were more. So in some areas of my business, I was profitable. In other areas, no, it was just lopsided this year. And that was really challenging with everything going on and then having these health and emotional, what feel like pretty big setbacks in the middle of that, it kind of becomes a perfect storm of, well, there's only so much I can do because emotionally or physically, I just don't have it. Because of that experience with the fertility loss, I then went through a myomectomy, which is a fibroid surgery that is basically a C-section, pulling fibroids out instead of a baby. And I am, in a way, uh, I'm grateful for that health experience because I am healthier because of it. Do I want to go through any of that again? No, I don't. Was it incredibly difficult on many levels? Yes. Uh, So much so that I don't even think I'm fully connected to it because I don't know honestly how I've made it through all of that and still rallied, had the energy, um, gave of myself to support others in the middle of all of that. And that's not to say, oh, wow, poor me, not at all. Um, A lot of times me giving to others is what energizes me and helps me stay focused on the bigger picture and not get caught up in in my world and what may be really heavy for me at the time. And it's, it's a lot. We've been having conversations around people who share a lot and how important it is to for those people to find some peace and some quiet in between 
the energy that's required to go out in the world and do your best to be a light, honestly, in a world that doesn't always want your light, <laughs> doesn't wants to find fault with you or whatever it is that they do, uh, wants to put you down. And it can be a little bit or uh, argue for their limitations against your light, whatever it is, it can be a little exhausting. So I won't talk about burnout. I think I've made it okay. And I certainly did rest. And I finally got that thing that caused the pandemic. Also got that. That, that was fun. And, you know, I had, I've had mostly healthy years, which I'm very grateful for over the last few years. And this one was a very big combination of not much of that, which got me very aware. Well, I'll save that. I'll save that for what I learned. So those were some pretty big losses, but but the big picture is they're also positive. And so that's where we talk about what you learned, right? And I also, a loss was putting energy into collaborations that really didn't end up performing the way I hoped. And at a time where I should have been focusing on my own offerings. I should have been focusing even on my art because I think what I'm realizing now, looking back at the numbers, is that was such a big drop to have an art business, which I've had the first couple of years of building this. I've certainly scaled back on it by choice, by choice. I've been shifting, evolving, and that's scary to do because you who follow me might follow me for a certain style of work that I'm not doing as much of. I would say I'm always coming through, like who I am comes through in my art, but that's like a big thing to let go of as an artist. If you ever want me to have that conversation with you, I'm going to make notes because a lot of times in these episodes, I say that. Actually, if Nico's listening back, maybe she can help me make notes of everything that I say. Let's talk about it. But I would love to share that with you once I have a little bit more perspective on just the courage it takes to evolve as an artist. And, you know, if your income is reliant upon a particular style, how do you shift out of that or stay consistent with that? And still stay energized about that because most artists like to evolve and grow and try new things. So I really have to be much more specific about where I choose to put my energy. And that's where let's just start with the lessons, right? So I'll kind of work backwards. So if a loss was that I put a lot of energy into collaborations and promotions in some cases for you know, other people's offerings. What I would learn from that is I'm going to focus solely on getting my offerings up to speed and put all my energy there right now, especially for this year going forward. If it's not going to offerings around education, it's going to my art. That's where I ended up sacrificing some of that. And so that's an important lesson, which ties back to coming back to art. What did I learn? That is a must. That's a non-negotiable. It's a non-negotiable. I'm saying it out loud on this podcast and I'm saying it to me right now. I hold myself accountable and you can hold me accountable as well. So those two are really tied together. And 
what did I learn about health? I learned that still a little sore for me, for sure. And by sore, I mean emotionally charged. I am physically feeling almost back to full energy, which is great. I'm really glad that I tried, really glad that I tried um, my fertility treatment. I am really glad that I've sort of kept going when sometimes it is the last step that you want to take. I know where I want to go. And so I'm in the scheme of things. It's really not that big a deal. It just feels like it because it feels like there's so much riding on it. And it's not great when you are put under financial pressure in that way either. And I have this vision one day of creating a fund where I can support so many people with what has been challenging for me. You know, the healthcare system doesn't see that as a, in many cases, does not see going through fertility challenges as like a diagnosis or something that they cover. And so mostly fertility patients are paying out of pocket for this. And uh, I work with a really wonderful team and a really wonderful doctor that's trying very hard to make it more accessible for people. Conversation for another day. I'll make it. So, and I do want to have that conversation. I know I promised you that I would talk about it. Just haven't had the energy for that, but I haven't forgotten. If you've been with me for a while, you know that what I share, sometimes I'm not able to create it or execute on it right away, but eventually it comes around and I do. And I really take that to heart because I don't like to just be spouting a lot of ideas or promises without being able to see them through. And if I can't see them through, then I just want to tell you, I can't see it through. But I really would like to see that one through. And I know that you have compassion and you understand that it might take a certain state of mind or just even physical stamina and energy to have that conversation. But it does deeply impact how I show up and can show up in my business, sometimes for the good and sometimes not. And it would be nice to know what that would be like not to have that in the back of my mind because it's basically been here the whole time I've had Creative Thursday, which also should be a reminder to you that we can go through hard things and we can still create something beautiful. And to the degree that each one of us feels comfortable moving through those experiences, it's going to be very personal, right? Uh, I'm not, I'm not suggesting that you push yourself at all. I am going to say that for me, it feels better sometimes to take action and um, not wallow. For me, it's sort of wallowing for too long. I just feel better. I feel better when I make art. <laughs> Let's just leave it there. So there were my lessons there that I'm glad that I, I took action. I do wish I had taken more action sooner and maybe I wouldn't end up with so many issues now, but I remind myself that I really did the best that I could. Some of that was also due to budget and you know what I felt I had the capacity for, 
but it was also due to fear, fear of all of these things. And there's something very liberating when you just go, well, I'm scared and I'm just going to feel into this and I'm going to do it. And I'm willing, I'm willing to risk a loss to know that I tried. And so going to my wins I talked about the daily painting method and what I learned from that is that's a really powerful tool that basically helped me build everything I have in my business. And I'm thinking about ideas that I have around bringing bringing more of the daily painting method to you. Maybe on the creative side, uh, maybe on the business side. I'm not sure yet, but... There's something there. <laughs> There's something there. And it's really fun to love what you're sharing and teaching, which I do. I do love what I'm sharing and teaching, but I did learn something from that experience that I want to share with you is that sometimes what you are meant to share or what your gift is to share is so obvious and it's right in front of you and you miss it because you're you're just overthinking, <laughs> just overthinking. Perhaps you do that too. And then coming back to my art, I talked a little bit about the lesson learned there that I will not be sacrificing in the business for that. And that this is really important that I stay connected to it. I will say I'm grateful I was able to give it a pause and I needed a break. I needed a rest from a business that was solely focused on making art and making products that can get exhausting. It really can. As great as it is, it has the same level of potential burnout. And that's a really challenging one. You can't just strike a match and have your creative muse be ready on the ready. You can certainly cultivate practice to help you get there, but it's, it's a delicate one. So I'm glad that I have recognized that. I'm really glad that I increased revenue. See, I might've come here and thought, wow, this year was challenging. Um, it felt like I was stretched in a lot of ways, even though I thought I was being really conscientious about my expenses and, and then realized, well, you did do good. You just had more expenses. <laughs> so that may be part of the business journey. I'll keep you posted. I know that it is, but it's sort of like you grow and then you go, go back and then you grow. And there's a lot of nuances to this life as a business owner and getting support hundred percent is great. It's really nice not to be totally alone in my business. And it's been a practice of letting go of control and trusting, um, allowing mistakes to happen on both our part and letting go of any perfection or any, any ideas that I have around, well, everything has to go through me. You know, those of us who have been solopreneurs for years and have a certain level of work that we like to create, it's challenging to let that go. And yet it is a must in order for you to grow. And when you do let that go, you invite someone to step in and, and create something really wonderful for themselves within the container of the business. And that's really uh, rewarding. And you allow new ideas to come. I mean, there's so many benefits to it. And so I think we did it. <laughs> In summation, 
it was it was a good year. I feel grateful for it. And there are certainly things that I don't want to relive in this one in particular. And there are growing pains that I would like to be out of. I've been told that uh, there will be more, apparently, allegedly. Dang it. Dang it. But what I'm most grateful for in all the lessons I had in this challenging year is I'm so glad I learned them at this size. A lot of times we want to grow and, okay, we want to be clear on why, right? Sometimes growing bigger is not better. It's not. This is why it's so important. (laughs) I'm going to remind you, come to Artful Selling, invest in that course with me. It will, it'll change your life. It will help you be making decisions from the right place for you. And, you know, so many times we just, we just attribute the idea of success to so many, I'm just going to call them material uh, outcomes, goals, because yeah, no, I'm going to make that note as a podcast. (laughs) Sorry if I just bumped them. That one's going to be another one. You know, I really want us to talk about success because my version of success is, is quickly changing from what it used to be. But we have a very superficial is probably what I mean to say idea of success. And a lot of times that includes getting bigger, growing followers, growing, if we're teaching, growing in students, growing in members, if we're selling art, you know, selling out, growing a product line, growing wholesale accounts. You want to be ready for that. And I feel like I was given a really big opportunity to prepare myself for where I want to grow in both my art and the education side of my business. And I am so grateful because this would have all felt way harder if I had been bigger than I currently am. So that's huge. That's huge. Are they lessons that I enjoyed learning? No, (laughs) I, I did not. Didn't, didn't enjoy them. No, could take it or leave it. But I will say that I have thoroughly enjoyed my year and I feel so grateful for the opportunity to share with you. I really do. And I hope, I hope that you know how great it is that you in today's time get access to so many people who are sharing this kind of insight with you whether it's a podcast whether you're invested in learning which i hope you are man i wish i had it sooner <laughs> man i wish i had it sooner there's really a lot to this that someone who's been in it for 15 years well technically i haven't worked for anyone in a very long time that you know i've needed to get up to speed on but the best part about that and the whole reason i came back to mentoring is because i thought oh when i figure this out i got to let you know got to share it with you and there's a hole in our art education there's a very big gaping hole at least from what i can see And no, I'm not out there taking everyone's course. I just want to be doing my thing and teaching what I know. But I didn't find it. I didn't find anyone to invest in 
that had the knowledge and the experience that I've gotten thus far. And so I want to bring more of that to you and that I'm also really excited about. So all the lessons learned will benefit you. (laughs) So you don't have to go through them. I can't save you from all the challenges. As I always say, you don't want me to because they're a really important part. When you're looking at your year, if it's felt a little like mine, a little wobbly. And let's be honest, I don't like to subscribe to a lot of like mass consciousness, mass media thinking, but it's been wobbly. It's been wobbly on the economy. It's been wobbly on rebounding from a global shutdown. There are wobbly experiences happening. So I will probably also look back on this and say, you made it, girl. Like you're still in the game. And uh, you've been through the 2008 recession and you've been through whatever this is and you rallied during a pandemic. And it's just like, wow, Uh, I want to be proud of myself for that. And I hope you are too, because there's a lot of wobble happening around us. And so it requires even more focus for us to find our balance. And maybe that's why it also felt so good to be making art. I want that to be the message of today is go make some art. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of the journey for listening all the way to the end and inviting me to into your world and to share with you. Thank you, Molly, (laughs) for leaving me a review. I forget to remind you, but that would be the best gift you could give to me this year is if you have enjoyed the podcast. I really appreciate a review. Just helps me to know that what I'm sharing with you here is making a difference. If you feel that it can make a difference for other creatives and other artists, then it it's the way the podcast can reach new audiences. I'm hoping to start opening up again to be guests on other podcasts and bring you more guests. I know I've been promising that. It's okay. This is, we've been working on other areas of building our foundation. And and ultimately the cool part about that too is that so we can do more for you. It's very exciting. I have really big vision, (laughs) really big vision like events and retreats and more guests on the podcast and more opportunities to support you and creating more fun products for you that will inspire you. It's just a lot. It's very exciting. So with that said, I will take a nap. (laughs) I will take a holiday nap. And well, by the time you hear this, you, I will have had a holiday, a little bit of a holiday nap. And then I have to invite you to join me for the profitable artist. I don't have to, <laughs> I want to, I was saying, I have to let you know it's coming. And I want to invite you to join me for the profitable artist planning challenge. that is happening January 9th. And it's going to be great. I think, yeah, this is my third third year hosting this. I love it so much. It makes a huge difference. It's especially fun in January. So come and play with us. Let's help you get clarity 
I am getting better at this every year, which means I'm also getting better at guiding you and how to dial in your plan for what's most important. Lastly, I'll say on the health front, when you're not feeling well, you realize what priority is because you only do what is the absolute priority. And so I don't want to say, think about it. If you're not feeling well, what would you do? But what is the most important task ever that you can work on for the day, for the week, for the month, for the quarter? And I'm talking just about your business, right? But also, what do you want to prioritize in your life? What is most important to you? It is something to think about. And we will talk more about that starting January 9th. Actually, I do a kickoff call January 8th. And I've threatened to do a Sunday planning session live on Instagram. I'll see if I can squeeze in Facebook at the same time. So I can take you through how I plan my week and we can do it together for that Sunday, but then come and we'll do a higher level planning and then get into the nitty gritty through that week that we're together. It'll be a coaching week. So if you want to come and work with me, and have some extra support at the beginning of the year. Come join us, Profitable Artist Challenge. Yes, Profitable Artist, singularchallenge.com. And I'll see you soon. Happy New Year. Thank you for being part of 2022. Wishing you everything you want and more. May this year, may every year get better and better. And I'll see you in 2023. Creative Thursday is recorded by me, Marisa. You can find all things Creative Thursday at creativethursday.com and learn about how I can support you in building and growing your thriving artist business at creativethursdaycourses.com. Be sure to hit subscribe to get the next episode as soon as it drops. And if this episode has inspired you, share it with a friend and fellow creative and leave a positive review so that more listeners can be introduced to the Creative Thursday message and mission to empower artists to know their worth, value their work, and consistently artfully sell to their ideal collectors online so that they can make more beautiful art, all in support of living a life they love. Coming together as a creative community, we uplift and support one another while encouraging and being an example for more people all over the world to dream big and believe in what is possible for them.